the DeSoto County campus, the fun church in Horn Lake, Mississippi. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church. Praise God. Whew. Not sure how I follow that one. Amen. Um, it is a blessing, you know, I guess... You know, <laughs> never want to take, you know, you know, take time to share God's Word. You know, it's always a blessing to be able to share God's Word and what God's doing in your life and what God's doing in your church body. Amen? And praise God for the faithful here tonight. So Sunday wasn't enough for you. Came back Wednesday. Amen? Glory to God. I just want to, want to highlight that as well. But again, I, you know, I just... Uh, Ooh, I've been a part of this church family for a while, and it's just been a blessing to see what God has done through all these years, you know. And also learning, you know, the song that uh, we finished up with in praise and worship, you know, how we fight our battles. It comes in worshiping God and lifting Him up. That's how we fight our battles. That's how we learn and find out, you know, the battle's already won. We just got to walk it out. That's our victory dance. Amen. So before I get, get going here, let me, let's go ahead and pray. Father, I just thank You, Lord. I just thank You, Lord, for this opportunity to be a vessel tonight, Lord, and just share, Lord, those things You put in my heart, Father God, and just take the opportunity, Lord, to, to bless those that are here tonight. I just thank You, Lord, for the hearts that are here that are represented, Lord. I just thank You, Lord, your hunger and thirst for You, Father. And I just thank You, Lord, for coming and expecting, Lord. And I just thank You, Lord, You're giving me the words to speak because You know what's going on in each and every life here tonight, Lord. And I just praise You, Father. I just, I'm the vessel, Lord. I'm just humbled, Lord, because I'm nothing without You. My success, everything that You've done for me, Lord, I could not have done it without You, Father. And I just want to acknowledge that, Father. And I just thank You, Lord, to be able to bless each and every person here. In Jesus' name, Amen. <sighs> well, um... I do also just want to recognize our youth. We got a we got an awesome youth group here at this church. Amen. We got some awesome leaders at this church. Um, at the end of the youth group, um, I know y'all have seen Kaylee displayed up here helping with the praise and worship. But uh, and I don't want to embarrass them. But you know, I know Madison's been on fire too. You know, there's there's a session in, in on Wednesday nights where we do words of wisdom, and uh, she stepped in there and and uh, took the lead on that. Um, Chandler was is there as well. He does it from time to time. Also, um, we just got a group of youth. Um, Jalen's up there working the sound and learning that. I know Josh has been so they're all getting involved and being a part of what we're doing. It's not just hearing hearing Bill you know preach. They're actually getting involved with what's going on, and it's just been awesome. Amen. So I just want to take time to brag on them. So uh, tonight, uh, if I had to put a title on it, what I want to share with everybody tonight, and what was kind of just, you know, one of those things, you're just like, whoa, okay. Um, you know, when God shares some things with you and you see some stuff in the Word, um, you know, and what we've been learning over these last, I guess, since we came back from uh, summer camp was about our identity. Um, you know, our identity is more than just acknowledging, hey, I'm a Christian. You know, it's more to it than that. Um, you know, what, I, what we've been learning through that is more, it's like, wow, you know, we're children of God. Everybody here that's born again and knows Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're a child of God. And then we also learn too that the world doesn't like that. 
The world wants to break everything down that you believe and challenge everything that you stand for. And that's why we got to fight for our identity of who we are in Christ. Amen? So what I'm sharing tonight, you know, if I, like I said, I put a title on it. The title is Seriously. Seriously. Amen? So seriously, sometimes you're like, is he serious about that? You know, what's going on in the world today? It's a very dark place. There's some things we see on TV. He's like, did that just seriously happen? Amen? Now, I don't want to, you know, lift up darkness out there, but you know what? We live in a dark world. We live in a world that's tearing us down, that's trying to come against everything, you know, the Bible stands for. Amen? So seriously, if you looked up the definition of it, it's something done in a sense of uh, in a serious manner or at a serious degree. Now, I believe in some visual aid, so I'm doing a visual aid. So everybody that's listening on audio, I just put the Bible in the middle of the main aisle of the church. It's on the floor. So y'all, it, it'll come into play here in just a minute. Now everybody's like, did he seriously just put the Bible in the middle of the church and just set it on the floor? I seriously did. Amen. So again, we you know we there's a dark world every day, and I know it's y'all's workplace, your kids in school, kids in nursery, wherever they are. It's like there's a there's a pull on them, especially if they're children of God, that wants to challenge everything they believe, and you know bring in doubt, bring in. Are you sure? What church you go to? Amen. Are you serious about that? Are you serious about what you believe? Bring up Proverbs 16, verse 20. We'll start in the New King, New King James Version. It says, He who we... <clears throat> sorry, I get my, let me get some water here real quick. Sorry. Let me get going here. It says, He who heeds the word wisely will find good. And whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. How many happy folks do we have in the place tonight? Amen? He who heeds the Word wisely and find good, and whoever trusts in the Lord, happy is he. Key word there. Whoever trusts. Trust in who? Then there, here comes the blessing. When you trust in the Lord, then there's happiness comes. Joy comes. Seriously. So... Put, change it over, flip it over to the message. And I'm probably going to be in the message translation most of the night just because I think sometimes it's just really straightforward and gets right to the point. Now again, I'll take a step back for we may have some Pharisees in the house, so please don't be offended if we use a lot of different versions and if you're stuck on one certain version of the Bible. I just want to challenge you though, kind of keep an open mind study for yourself. Amen. But here it says, it pays to take life seriously. I love this part right here because I'm a living testimony of it. Things work out when you trust in God. What things? Amen? What's going on in your life right now? Things? Well, it's going to work out when you do one simple thing here. When you're serious in one certain area, trusting in Him. Amen? So remember that Bible sitting there in the main aisle. Amen. It's just sitting there. 
Like I said, the word he, though, if we go back to the New King James, it says, pay attention to, take notice of, careful attention. So I kind of described about the dark world that's out there, everything's challenging, everything's coming against you. But, you know, what was going on back in, you know, in the early church time when, when Jesus was out there walking with his disciples? So let's take a look at John chapter 12, verse 9. Again, this will be in the message. We'll go verse 9 through 11. It says, Word got out among the Jews that he was back in town. Who do you think they're talking about? Jesus is back in town. The town took notice, or the Jews took notice, which you'll find out everybody took notice that Jesus was back. The people came and took, uh, the people came to take a look, not only at Jesus, but there's somebody else that was with Jesus, Lazarus. Amen? So Jesus had some believers with him as well. Who had been, and Lazarus had been, just recently he was raised from the dead. Amen? So here's somebody, a miracle happened in town. Everybody took notice and noticed him. So there's a testimony just sitting there, a live, living testimony of what Jesus has done right there amongst them. Amen? And then what? It's where I get into about the Pharisees and all the nice religious folks out there. Praise God for them. Amen? Still got to love them. So the high priest plotted to kill who? Lazarus. Why? Because so many of the Jews were going over and believing in Jesus on account of Him. Amen? So Lazarus was out there winning winning people for Jesus. Amen? So let's go on to uh, John chapter 12. So again, I'm just painting a picture. There's the believers out there and there's all this stuff going on. Miracles are happening. Amen? So verse 35, we'll skip on down. It says, Jesus said, For a brief time still, the light is among you. Amen? Talking about Jesus. Walk by the light you have so darkness doesn't destroy you. Amen? You know, as a Christian, sometimes as a believer, you know, there's areas in our life we got a little darkness in there. You know, and but I, th- you know, if you continue to trust Jesus, trust the Lord, and let shine the light on those areas, you'll get stronger and stronger, and you'll get through those things. Amen. And that's what he says: is if you walk in darkness, you don't know where you're going. Amen. If some of you struggle on where am I going? What am I doing? What is God? What's God's plans for me? Amen. And again, we've all been in that place. And I, you know, sometimes I revisit that myself. God, are you sure about this? But it's awesome, though. He loves us. And as you continue to be serious about what God's called you to do or getting direction from Him, He'll meet you there, He'll show you. He says, you'll be children of... Well, let me see. Then the light will be within you and shining through your lives. You'll be children of light. Jesus said all this and then went into hiding. Amen? There's a big crowd. A lot of stuff was going on. Like I said, He did great signs. as He given them? And then what? He said, and still, they still didn't get it. Still wouldn't trust Him. Amen? God did all these signs. I think you kind of see that today. There's a lot of things that's going on uh, in the church and 
God doing a lot of awesome things, you know, but they're, they're still, they're still a, a piece of the body of Christ that just they don't, they don't trust Him in those areas or trust Him that God really is moving. God is really doing some things. So let's go to verse 42. It says, On the other hand, a considerable number of the ranks of the leaders did believe, but because of the Pharisees, they didn't come out in the open with it. Amen? They were afraid of getting kicked out of the meeting. When push came to shove, they cared more for human approval than for God's glory. Amen? And I thank God for the leadership that's in this church. We got a good leadership team here. And, uh, you know, again, I praise God for what pastors continue to point us. We're a warm, fun loving family, eager to reach out with God's love. Amen? And I know we got a good core leadership team that does that. That's not ashamed to be able to stand up, you know, and not be concerned about pleasing man, but be able to, regardless of what's going on, be able to share the truth with you in love, knowing there might be a challenge, you might not like what they say, but they're still going to do it anyway to help you. Right? But again, I just, you know, but as leaders though, we got to challenge ourselves to make sure we're not getting in that, in that mode of, should I step out or should I do this? You know, oh, so-and-so's at church. You know, maybe I shouldn't be so radical and get all shouting. I love Brother Rick one Sunday. I guess it was after our outreach. He came up here getting a shouting. Shame on us. And I'll say shame on me for not getting up there shouting with him. Amen? I think we need a little more shouting in the church. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. So let's go on to verse 47. If anyone hears what I'm saying and doesn't take it seriously, see, I love this right here. This is what God is showing me here. He says, if anyone hears what I'm saying and doesn't take it seriously, I don't reject him. That's what Jesus is saying. What am I saying? I'm saying, for those that are not paying attention to God's Word, and it goes back to the Bible that's sitting in the main aisle, it's just sitting there by itself not being paid attention to. But you know what? Our every answer, everything we need is sitting right there. How many times we just let that sit in our room or sit in our somewhere, we get so busy and we don't spend time and it just kind of sits there. When every answer we need right here, if we take it seriously, this is what it says. Go back, go to verse 47 in the message. Yeah, if anyone hears what I'm saying and doesn't take it seriously, the awesome thing is, shame on us for not taking it seriously, but you know what? God still loves us and He won't reject us. Because He know it, He can come He didn't come to reject the world. He didn't come to judge. Thank God He doesn't judge us. What I mean is, you know, bring condemnation on us when we mess up. Um now I felt like I needed a medal or a little bit here. What I mean by that is, you know, I'll just throw this out for I'll just talk about me and my kids, right? Um, we shouldn't be judging or rejecting our kids because they're not doing exactly what you want. I think where we get more victory and we'll get more uh, success if we let go and give them to God and trust God with our kids. And the only way we can do it, you know, here's what I've learned. Now our kids are growing up and they're out in the world, not at home every day, right? When we feel at least they got a controlled environment. Now they're out on their own in college and doing whatever. 
Boy, that's more time to you. That, that's more work to, as far as getting in God's Word and trusting Him and praying for them. And stay prayed up, regardless of what it looks like. Whatever, you know, regardless of what's going on, what you see. Don't go by what you see. Go by what God's Word says. God's heads of protection will be around them. You know what? Yeah, they may mess up, but glory to God, sometimes we've got to sit back. We've got to let them make a mistake and cry and reach out to God for help. But even though we don't like it sometimes, but we just pray. Because you know what? Thank God somebody did that for me. You know, like I said, I'm talking about me. You know, I had uh, somebody pray for me and, and just, you know, I was somewhat a little hard-headed as my younger days. But you know what? Somebody didn't give up on me. They didn't judge me. They loved me and prayed for me. It got a lot more results that way versus constantly being on case, constantly as a parent just nink, 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 nink. Youth, it's time for y'all say amen. But, but anyway, trying to speak for y'all a little bit. But even just, and I, you know, put it in this perspective, even with your, with your spouse, with your husband and wife, you know, man, relax, give your spouse a break and probably pray more for them than more telling them what they need to be doing. Ooh, praise God on that one. Thank you, Lord. I was supposed to meddle a little more in here, but and I don't want to miss what God wants to speak to y'all tonight. Actually, it's in my so my prop is over now. I can bring my Bible back. But y'all get the point, Amen. Your answer's right here. Your victory's right here. Take it serious. Take God's word serious. So I'll finish it with this. You bring uh, go to the next verse. Um, it says, I don't reject him. I did not come to reject the world. I came to save the world. But you need to know that whatever, whoever puts me off refuses to take in what I'm saying. Amen? If, he's basically saying if you refuse to take in this word, take in what I'm saying to help you, if you put it off, throw it in the middle of the house somewhere and don't come back to it and believe it and stand on it and find a word in here for you for that circumstance, for that situation that's going on in your life. If you're not able to stand on it, if you put it off, I love this right here. It says, refusing to take in what I'm saying is willingly choosing rejection. You have problems with rejection in your life, always constantly being rejected. Well, first time we need to take a look and see are we rejecting God's word for that for that answer for whatever's going on in your life? Amen. I was like, wow, we did that to ourselves by rejecting God's word and rejected to take His counsel. Sometimes we can bring that on ourselves. Amen. Woo, mercy. All right, let's go to. Um, Go to Colossians chapter 3. This is where Paul, he's writing a letter to the church. This is a time where the church is under attack from false teachers. Again, I think we still deal with that today, if any more. You know, everybody challenging who we believe and what we believe and, um, you know, um, what does born again mean? Are you truly born again? I was, you know, at my, at my work in a professional business conference in a meeting, and uh, and I guess it was a sidebar conversation where we're in between uh, presentations or whatever, and the guy just out of nowhere just says, 
Are you a born-again believer? I was like, well, what? I said, where'd that come from? I mean, you know, it's one of those things where we, we were talking about business, and all of a sudden he just comes straight at me with that. You know, I had the opportunity to reject Christ or reject what I believe. It was a professional environment. I didn't. I mean, I know most of the people, and I didn't know whether they go to church or not. But man, my immediate, without even hesitation, was yes. I'm a born again believer. And he just kind of looked at me. I just kind of looked at him. <laughs> okay, brother. Anyway, but praise God, he's still there, and there's been some good conversations we've had and stuff. And you know, like I said, I think that's why it's so important for us to continue to walk in the light and not be ashamed of who we are and be serious about who we are. You know, and I guess, you know, trying to keep it in balance too. You know, you don't have to be serious all the time, but what I'm saying is be serious about and confident when you're called upon. There's no hesitation. There's no doubt. There's no um, insecurity about you being a Christian or being a child of God. You are a child of God. There's something different about you. You got something the world doesn't have. And the world doesn't like it. But sometimes, but you know, it's like, I said, I explained this one time at the youth one night. It's like, Sometimes people hate me, and then they love me, but they then they still understand what, why they love me, or even why they hate me. But I say I do know why. I'm starting to learn this as I dug more into about our identity in Christ. Is because the light that's on the inside of me, they want to be delivered, but at the same time that light is also uh, condemning them or um, is convicting them, and they don't like that. So again, I guess I'm just trying to paint the right picture of what's going on here. So um, that we find Colossians chapter one. So again, this is where that you know uh, the false teachers in there trying to tear down the reputation of the church, trying to tear down the reputation of who Jesus is, and saying Jesus is not God. Does that sound familiar? What's going on right now in the world? Tearing it down. Not only that, taking God bless the that Jewish synagogue and things that just happened recently. You know, again, we're that's what I'm saying. That's where the word came to me. We need to be serious. There's some serious things going on in the world. But you know what? God's with us. And we don't have you know, we don't have to be scared about the the new the headlines that are out there. We just give God the glory that man, He'll protect us, He'll help us. But at the same time, I mean, you know, the word does talk about well, there's times where, you know, our life is taken on the sake of who we believe and what we believe. Sometimes our lives are taken. Don't want it to happen that way. I want to go in glory and when the rapture comes, I'm gone. Amen? But amen. Um, but again, I, what I, I guess the only point of saying that is, man, you're really going to be challenged with who you are. And, and that's why it's so important to be rooted and grounded in God's Word and be serious about what God's Word says. And be serious. And I guess yeah, this is what the point I want to make too. You know, there's a lot of times we sit in the church and we look around the church. And, we, and that's why I was guessing when I was on the topic of, of uh, leadership, as leaders... Man, we're the temperature of the church. If the leaders are always coming in late, if they're always coming in and kind of a lolly about their relationship with Jesus and just doing whatever and then doing whatever outside, how do you think the church is going to look inside? Huh? Whew, amen. <laughs> you know what? We, we got to set the temperature. You know, and even like in college, and I've heard, you know, as far as Christian schools, and, you know, I've heard when I've visited with my daughter and you know the one thing I took away is a great uh, church uh, uh, Christian college she's going to and everything but there's a theme I picked and walked away with I was like wait that's not right which I mean it was factual it was true a lot of times college students whether Christian or non-Christian 
finances is a challenge for them. Financial area is a challenge where you, you know, I remember the days where you, you know, you ate spam for, you know, you had to eat spam and that's all you could live off of or the, well, there's the Roman noodles, you know, all those things. But then I would, I said, but my God, God's not, that's not God though. God will supply all your needs. Yeah, we need to be faithful what we have, but God's, God's faithful to give you what you need and take care of you. I think God will take care of you. You know, again, I'm just, you know, there's, a, you know, there's a circumstance where you're not able to get a job for whatever reason. God will still take care of you. Now, at the same time, the Word of God says you don't have no, you know, no work, no eat. Amen. But what I'm saying, I guess, my point is, get serious with the things of God and press into Him. He'll take care of you. He'll work it out. But again, at the same time, don't get relaxed. Don't get comfortable and just sit back and just say, you know, it's cool. I'm just getting a lot of hand-me-downs, which is great. People are helping me. They're blessing me. But man, just, you know, don't get too relaxed, but get a little more, you know, focus on, hey, God, what do you want me to do? You know, what's the next step? You know, and if you get to where God opens the door and gives you a job, I'm just telling you, this because God's done it for me. He gets you a job, then you start in the areas of finances. You know, you start giving. That just opens the door for God to continue. Because I believe... God wants us to increase. There's progression. He doesn't always want you to stay the same or stay in the same area, but then there's times where we do need to be content and be humbled and you know, be okay where we're at, not always be in that want moment, want, 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 which we're about to get into. Pastor, it might be a second series, right? I'm sorry. Um, but we'll just get through here with Colossians. Um, but I love this, what Paul did, though. He confronted it. Because like I said, he, with all this stuff that's going on and all this challenging, you know, where they're trying to tear down the church beliefs and, chair, and basically stating that Jesus is not Lord, all these things were going on. Uh, I love what it says right here. Paul comes out, he says, so if you're serious about living this new resurrection life with Christ, act like it. Are we acting like it, church? Are we serious? Are you born again? You ha- are you living that new resurrection life with Christ? Then it's time for us to act like it. No, I'm just I'm not looking at anybody, okay? I'm just saying because the world is so dark out there and the the world is actually longing to see that light on the inside of us. They want that answer. They want to know, "Hey, I want what you got. What's going on in your church?" Because these other churches I've been to, all five of them, they ain't got what you got. Hello? It says, pursue the things over which God Christ proceeds. Amen? And he says, and I love this, don't shuffle along, eyes to the ground, absorbed with the things right in front of you. Circumstances right there, all I'm going to do is look at it. Amen? That's all I'm doing. Lord, help me. Please, Lord, help me. All I'm doing is looking at that, absorbed with that circumstance. What does it say next? It says, look up. Be alert to what's going on around. Amen? Around Christ. That's where the action is. See things from His perspective. If I'm a college student and I'm struggling, I need to look at it from God's perspective. I don't need to look at it from all these other struggling you know, uh, friends that are around me and take their word for it, what does God's word say for, about it? Oh man, look, God wants me to be blessed. God wants this. And 
I need to open my eyes a little bit, step back and see that, hey, there is provision somewhere. I thank you, Lord, for it. I thank you, Lord, provision is here. And just continue to thank Him. Because that's how we fight our battles. We fight our battles not by looking in the, and again, I'm going to say in the church, what's, what's going on with so-and-so? How's he doing it? Yeah, you know, that's all good and all. And I think we should be, as a, as a Christian, do our best because there are people looking at, especially in the leadership in the church, there are people that are looking at you whether you know it or not. If you're in any leadership role, whether it's in business or the church, people are looking at you and watching everything you do. God bless you, make a mistake. But amen, if you make a mistake, get back up. Because the awesome thing is, people need to see that. They need to see the getting back up, not the running from the church because, oh, I got offended because so-and-so, that gum, Bill, you hear what Bill said? I ain't going to that church again. Oh, praise God. God bless you. I love you anyhow. I just know though, man, I had so many opportunities in my life. I've been, a, again, I can say this in confidence, over 26 years, if actually closer to 30 years, I've been a part of this church family. And let me tell you, I had every opportunity to walk away. Every opportunity to walk away. We had some mighty men of God here at this church. You know what? Why some are not here anymore? I don't know. And it's not, it's not for me to know. It's for me to keep my eyes on my Savior and continue to look toward Him and know in my heart, this is where I'm still supposed to be. I could have left. I said, I, I asked God, I said, okay, Lord, what's going on here? But I was never told to leave. Thank God. So thankful. And thank God for Pastor Guy and Angie and they stepped up and you know we are where, where we are today. Praise God. I know it's not the end. Thank God. So in verse 3 it says, Your old life is dead. Mm. Amen. But our old life tries to come back. But man, it's dead. It's dead. That's no longer you. Amen? Your new life, which is your real life, even though invisible to spectators, is with Christ in God. He is your life. When Christ, your real life, remember, shows up again on this earth, you'll show up too. Amen? Let's go to verse 5 here because I think there's some things God wants to do with us as a church because I think you know the world tries to bring some of this stuff in the church. Some things, whatever you're seeing things on TV, you know, social media, whatever's going on. He says in verse 5, he says, and that means killing off everything connected with that way of death. Sexual promiscuity, amen. Impurity, lust, doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it. Woo-wee! Let me say that again. Doing whatever you feel like whenever you feel like it. Get that out. Get serious. And grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. That's a life shaped by things and feelings instead of by God. Man, don't establish your Christian walk on feelings. Oh, Lord have mercy. You will never make it. Get amen on that one. 
Thank you, Lord. God is so awesome. His word is so awesome. It says it's because of this kind of thing that God is about to explode in anger. Amen. Now again, condemnation can come in here, but don't let condemnation come. You know, if there's something, if the shoe, like, if the shoe fits, put it on and let's change that shoe. Amen. It wasn't long ago that you were doing all that stuff and not knowing any better. Amen. There's a time when we were without Christ and we didn't know any better, but now you know better. So make sure it's all gone for good. Meaning bad temper. Anybody irritable tonight? Amen. <laughs> Anybody got some meanness in them? I've been accused of that. Sometimes the McCall look can look kind of mean, but I don't do it purposely. I just, whenever I'm focused on something, my my daughter has that same look. Kind of a little side note is, uh, as we kind of close here, when I used to take my kids to school all the time, there's this one gentleman who was a assistant principal, or whatever. He'd always see me and kind of wave at me. And I thought I was okay. I'd wave back at him. But he knew my cousin real well. He goes, man, your cousin, he looks like he's going to kill somebody every time I see him. I was scared to wave at him. And until, I was like, you know, like I said, I was like, so I had it cool. I, I took that though as well. I was like, okay, is that meanness? I don't mean to, you know, but it was later after where, you know, I wasn't taking the kids to, school anymore and uh, but anyway i just thought that was funny but sometimes we know we do need to pay attention if we're a believer in christ we got to kind of pay attention a little bit you know when somebody says something because you know might need to just make a little adjustment you know at least be aware of it not that you're a people pleaser but i think there's a balance right all right whatever that was for so i think we're uh, we're going to close with this video even though man yeah We'll just pray about part two next week. Um, but let's finish with this video here.
If only we would have trusted in God instead of fighting, trying to do it our own way, trying to do the best we could, and fighting and fighting and not paying attention and looking, keeping our head up and looking to Him, looking to His Word, standing on His Word instead of fighting and doing it ourselves. We just get a little dab based on our what you know ability or what we you know what we can produce on ourselves by ourselves. But if we just pay attention to God, He'll give you the milk and honey, everything you can, whatever you need, more and above, abundantly above, you can ask or think. Amen. Just by trusting Him. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Well, we'll just bow our heads. Lord, I just thank You, Father God, for Your Word tonight. I just thank You, Lord, that it didn't go on deaf ears tonight, Lord. And I just thank You, Lord, that You continue to stir us up on the inside. Lord, stir up that trust in You, Father God. Those areas, Lord, that we're struggling to trust You in, Lord, I just thank You, Lord, we've been challenged tonight to trust You. Not trust our own abilities. Not trust what somebody else is doing or not doing. And I just thank You, Lord, for just us pressing in and being serious about Your Word and being just serious about praising You and seeking Your face, Lord. And You give us the answer. Give us the direction, Father God. You bring, whether it's bringing people across our paths to help us, Lord, whether it's spending time and getting revelation and, and getting an understanding in our inner man, Lord, about the direction that You want us to go, Father God, through Your Word. I just thank You for that, Lord, for each and every person here. But also just want to take the time, Lord, for if there's anybody here that doesn't know Your Son, Jesus, that doesn't have that light on the inside, that's out in darkness, I just want to give them the opportunity to, to know Your Son, Jesus. So is there anybody here sitting tonight that, that you don't know Jesus and you would like to know Jesus that can be that light for you, can help you, can lead and guide you through all truth and help you in time of need. If there's somebody here that wants to never had that relationship with Jesus, never been born again, I just want to take this time just by show of hand. If you want to know Jesus, we'll pray with you tonight. Anybody? Which I'm looking across. I think we got a bunch of believers in here tonight. But I don't want to assume anything. Amen. Well, praise God. Well, y'all can bring your heads up. Amen. Well, thank you, brother guy, pastor guy, and and uh, everybody tonight. I don't know if you can turn it back over to you. Or... Like I said, I'm I'm learning still too. Right? Amen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. We hope you enjoyed it and that it inspires you to live out God's Word. For more information, visit us at www.mypassion.church.